Welcome back to Toss the Goss. I am your host, Mallory Hunter, and I'm here with my co-host. I have an intro. You have an intro. I'm introing right now. Let's do it. I don't think there is a better example of an attractive male in a movie than than Robert Redford's character in All the President's Men from 1976. I can't imagine the swooning that must have happened by women from Robert Redford in that movie. Are you looking it up? I am. Look him up. Look up Robert Redford, All the President's Men from 1976. It is peak 1976. Which one is he? He's the blonde one. Oh, he's a cutie pie. He's a good looking dude in that movie. He's got a crazy jawline. He looks jacked out of his mind just from his face. He's got some sideburns going and his haircut's fantastic. Yeah. Especially for 1976, obviously. He's got like a peacoat and yep. a tie. And he's got some chest hair too that he shows in the movie. Oh. I'm like, I'm like damn. Dang. Uh, dang, bro. Dang. I'm like, dang, bro. <laughs> what a cutie patootie. So, yeah, a little, uh, I, I saw, I watched that movie recently. And uh-huh. I was like, I was like one bro to another bro. Cutie you're, po- you're, cutie. you're a good looking dude, my dude. Heck yes. Granted, he's like 85 years old now, but. I think he's still hot. You still think Robert Redford's hot? That's sure. Weird. That's Just, weird. I don't know. He's not really my type. I, I think I like to date at least like, you know, somebody a handful at least of years. someone your age? Yeah. 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 You're not Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Bang, bang. zinger. Got him. Got him. James, I have a question for you. Okay. Are they balloons? Are they spy balloons or are they aliens? Are we really talking about this? Yes, we are. I okay. think it um, has to so be discussed. We already know that the the government has confirmed that they have their their big UFO committee or whatever. This was like three years ago. Yeah. Where they were like, yeah, we have videos of things that we don't understand. Like mm-hmm. We just have no idea what they are. And they came out with the videos. Like they showed the three videos that they were talking about. Yep. They were shot, not shot down, but like videoed by like F-18s or whatever it was um, at the time. And they came out, like they had this big press conference. They were like, yeah, we don't know what these are. No idea. We yeah. couldn't, we can't make any scientific explanation. We have no idea what our cameras caught. Uh, so we're just going to leave it up to that. Good luck. And I cannot believe that did not get more attention than it did. It was the government literally saying, yeah, we have no idea. I think it's very similar to now because the Pentagon was like, we can't confirm it's not aliens. Yeah. And they didn't say unidentified flying objects. They said aliens. Aliens, yeah. So The balloon was the balloon. I think the balloon was obviously real. Yeah. But now, like the one that was over Alaska. Lake Huron. Lake Huron, yeah. I mean, I think there's a uh, there's a conversation to be had. I, I mean, honestly, at this point, they're just con- confirming everybody's, like, whatever, notices, right? Yeah. Because it was like... We all, like, knew the stories about UFOs and everything like that. So yeah. uh, until we, like, get a video of some dude, like, I don't know, a government official having a conversation with an alien or something, I don't know. Then it won't be as groundbreaking, in my opinion. It's true. But yeah. the fact that they're even, like, admitting... Might that, be aliens, yeah, might that not. It's, that it's possible that, hey, uh, they could be. That's That's crazy. It's pretty significant. I'm yeah. so surprised it doesn't get more coverage than it does. I don't know how interesting in today's age that is. Everybody's like, yeah, because there's aliens, exactly. bro. You're, you're doing confirmation bias at that point. Or yeah. just con- you're confirming what everybody else already believes. Like most of planet Earth believes that there are extraterrestrials. Yeah. We just haven't had, you know, the Contact privilege of meeting or... them or believable stories of meeting them, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if there are aliens, if these are aliens, are you excited? Are you scared? 
Um, How do you feel about the aliens? So there are a couple. There are a couple scientific theories about why aliens one haven't contacted us yet james i want to know how you feel i know and i'm gonna get to why (laughs) which theory i believe in okay so there are eight i think generally accepted scientific theories about why we haven't been contacted let's hear it quote contacted there's the rare earth theory which it's basically we're unique we're the only which is honestly the scariest one i i hate that feeling yeah um it's basically you know it argues that the planets have complex life that they they're they're very rare like earth to have complex life so there is no other one of us or they're very rare they're so far away from us there's no point in even trying to contact essentially um there's the gaian bottleneck g-a-i-a-n uh they didn't survive the gaian bottleneck hypothesis by astrobiologist dr aditya chopra excuse me if i'm saying that wrong suggests that aliens beings are all dead and they simply didn't make it life forms on habitable planets failed to emerge quickly enough to stabilize the planet and pave the way for more life so that one's called the gaian bottleneck the great filter is the uh, is another scientific theory earth was subjugated to the great filter five mass extinction events but nevertheless uh, evolved complex creatures what if all habitable planets were hit with killer asteroids so on so so forth. is that saying that like we were quarantined to earth so it's more like every mass extinction event happened before our time like the complex beings of earth us humanity mm-hmm. were able to um evolve before those mass exti- or after those mass extinction events essentially so, so we would be the most evolved for exactly okay. of after all those mass extinction events okay so and the, the great filter is saying that those i mean mass extinction events probably would have happened on other planets but during that time complex life would have already been happening so humanoid figures but during the because of the mass extinction event they could have all died off okay exactly uh the great silence uh we're not worth it is one option that is what the great silence is essentially uh they see us and they're like wait that we provide nothing The great silence yeah it's called the great silence that's what my ex-boyfriend did to me anyways (laughs) got him um so the great silence is just basically we're not worth it to them. Uh-huh. We don't provide anything to their advancement of their life. It's essentially where AIDS. This, yeah. That one makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Because if they're visiting us from another planet, what is it that we provide given how advanced we are? Yeah. What do we provide to them? Nothing. That, exactly. That yeah. would make them a better uh, species. There's early birds, which is an, another scientific theory. Uh, we're the first. We had a head start. Uh-huh. So there could be other planets out there that have life, but like the very beginning of life. So like dinosaur age type life. Yeah. It's not that advanced. Uh, there's also not life as we know it is a popular one. Uh, it, ETs may not be biological beings like us at all. They could be robotic. Fifth dimensional. They could be robotic. Yeah, fifth dimensional, that sort of thing. Uh, machines, not organic creatures. So we could be looking for solar harvesting, non-carbon based structures instead of listening for radio signals, essentially. Uh, there's a long road ahead of us, which uh, is essentially we're just early. Like, you know, we have to be searching out or be using something that needs to go a lot further and a lot more complex than Mm -hmm. radio signals that we're sending out into the stratosphere or the, you know, the universe essentially. Uh, And there's also in a galaxy far, far away that we just haven't reached. So those last two kind of tie together, tie together. So mine is um, the great silence. We've seen, we've seen UFOs, like people have seen UFOs. There are plenty of UFO stories. But the reason they haven't contacted us, in my opinion, is there's just no reason to 
contact us. Yeah. It's just, they see us. If they're able to get as far as they are, because we've not been able to, you know, find a ha- I mean, we've been able to find habitable, pla- habitable planets for humanity, but none that have extraterrestrial life, obviously, which means they're probably a long ways away. And if that's the case, then they're traveling insanely long distances, enough for them to be able to walk on planet Earth or whatever, or monitor planet Earth. And at that point, then what's the point of even talking to us? Yeah, that's true. Because we obviously don't have the ability to do that. I think that's a little scary because I think yeah. of the perception of an ant, like, you know, they live in their own universe and yeah. we may squish them without even thinking about it. We're those ants and they don't even care about us. Doesn't that make you feel so incredibly small? Um, I there are like other things that do that for me more than the aliens, I yeah. think. Um, like seeing pictures taken from the satellites that we sent out like 45 years ago yeah. of Earth, like in it being just like the pale blue dot is a very popular one. Yeah. That one, it doesn't necessarily scare, it doesn't scare me, but it very much puts things into perspective. Yeah. You look like a tiny speck of dust yeah. in the grand, scheme, the, the grand scheme of the universe and you can keep, you know, minimalizing that and just... It really break it all down that way, which is interesting. Now, do you think these uh, unidentified flying objects that we have been seeing in the mm. media are aliens? What is your personal belief? Um, personally, yeah. I, I mean, I think they are unidentified flying objects. I mean, I, for aliens, I don't know. It's just if we shot down something alien, then then it wouldn't be. To me, the great silence, like that theory. Yeah. Because if we're able to shoot it down, then obviously we have some sort of reach into their dimension. Yeah, like some sort of uh, some sort of ability that they don't have a response to. Like, yeah. You know, missiles. Like if they can't stop missiles, then we have some sort of, sort of ability to stop them. There's a popular theory that kind of scares me, and it's that aliens will come to this earth mm. when we're about to create a mass extin- extinction of the popu- or the human population. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's possible? I mean, that, I, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, sure, they could. But that also has to have some sort of that also like, goes- assumption that they have a different view of time. Like they know what's going to happen to us. So they have, they're coming to us to like prevent it or yeah. accelerate it. Or is that like what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. I don't know if the theory includes their knowledge of more advanced knowledge of time. Mm. I think, too, that it could be. I mean, you look at like a fifth dimension. That's something outside of what we know. So maybe that doesn't have to necessarily be time. It can it could be the perception of like social interactions Mm. and knowing the reaction because Mm. of that fifth element. I think that um, I I mean, in all honesty right now. if there were aliens, like, and the government knew, like, we shot down an unidentified flying object, object and it was aliens, how much confidence do we have that the government would actually tell us? Because how would the mass group, the I mean, mass of humanity react to that? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that it, that would be the greatest discovery in the history of humankind. Oh, my goodness, Would be yeah. aliens. So, oh, yeah. And it, it challenges religious beliefs. It challenges scientific beliefs at that point. It just it challenges everything. So how confident is our government in that sense to give that information to the public? I don't know. I don't think they would at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, we're just... Once they... Yeah, I mean, once they... If they figured out about aliens and they were able to somehow find, whether it be 
uh, in an open discourse with these, you know, whatever other beings or whatever these that they critters. aren't. Yeah, that they aren't harmful to us or anything like that. Then maybe I would see them disclosing that. But at this point, I mean, we can't be trusted with that sort of. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think we can be trusted with that sort of information. At no, this point. I think of like. You know, look at how people reacted to COVID and the yeah, toilet paper exactly. get it going off the shelf. Yeah, I multiply that by a thousand. <laughs> yeah, exa- or or even more. Yeah, so, I mean, even like just the 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 simple notion uh-huh. of we didn't even see this F eighteen, this F twenty two shoot to this thing down in Alaska, but we shot it down. It was confirmed that it was shot down. And look at the mass. I mean, not hysteria, but the the craziness that has just come from it us announcing that we shot something down that we're not recognizing. Yeah, even the like, Chinese balloon that exactly. caused, like... It's, it's, it's not mass panic, obviously, but it's it's definitely creating some sort of open discourse that I don't think a lot of people um, were prepared for. Like, if we had just, like, think of Independence Day type of ships enter our atmosphere, it would cause unbelievable mass hysteria that would not I mean that we had never seen before on a human scale it would be unbelievable yeah so as far as aliens go I mean I believe they're out there obviously but I think I mean there's a part of me that believes if they are visiting us from a planet that we don't even know about at this point then there's no reason for them to contact us anyways yeah um and then the other the more scary thing is in my opinion if they're if they're going that far out of their way, because we haven't, I mean, we have no, we've shot out radio signals forever. I mean, in this, and they've reached basically the edge of the, uh, the edge of our known galaxy. Yeah. And we haven't received anything back. Um, and if that's the case, if they're going out of their way to come this far, then they're doing it out of desperation, which means they could be coming to like an attack or something like that, which is even Ooh, scarier. Yeah, that is. And if they're coming out of desperation, then they're coming for our planet. You yeah. know what I mean? Then they're looking for the same reason we are. We could live, uh, you know, in peace with them. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Have you heard of Project Bluebeam? Bluebeam? Yes. No. So Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, how how big of a con- like? Oh, it's pretty big. Like code what? Because there's code yellow. There's code orange. There's oh code man! Red. Like okay, so what code would like so a flat earther code be yellow, on? Okay, code or flat earthers. That's code red. No, yeah. there's no evidence to support it. Obviously, it's completely false. Completely falsified information. Yeah. Code yellow is like MK Ultra, which was the government using acid. Uh, like pe- giving people acid to see what the effects of are. Oh on yeah, people. yeah. That's code yellow because it's something that has actual evidence supporting it. Yeah. Code orange is like the in between of that. Yeah. Of those two. So this is like I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to like because that like puts my perspective in on it, right? And I don't want to be like, what if it's red and That's it's true, or, yeah. and I'm like, it's yellow. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little out there. I don't okay. want to like you we'll know say code orange. <laughs> this this podcast today is like a different yeah. genre, but we're I'm going, here we're for it. Crazy. And then we're gonna we're gonna somehow we're gonna somehow uh, uh, get into Rihanna at some point. <laughs> I, I want to see the transition that we have for that. So Project Blue Beam. It started in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a conspiracy theory about New World Order. So that's oh, okay. pretty So n- like, now we're touching red. red territory. Yeah, yeah. But it involves aliens, and essentially it's the world leaders across different countries, and they project what mm-hmm. appears to you and me to be aliens in the sky. Oh, okay. And they simulate an attack and make it feel real. Yeah. And this serves the purpose of making humanity 
come together to serve under oh. one world. Um, and this note here from a website. What's the website? I don't know what it is. Okay. It's Pointer. Okay. I don't know how far off that is. Um, We're getting a, a little bit off the beaten path. It says that the pandemic caused it to spread. Um, okay. Because of the coronavirus, the blue beam theory once again came to the force of this uh, came to the fore as the scenario described by Sarge Monsant. The Antichrist uses the method okay. of epidemics for establishing controls over humans in, in the third final phase. Okay, wait a minute. But <laughs> it, how are they saying that the pandemic events that we I don't? I wonder if like, maybe like it was but on. Like, we didn't lose a like a countries didn't end up. We didn't lose countries well, so that they were merged into another country that created one big leader. I think where that maybe comes in is like people said that the pandemic was used as like an element of control of you know the human race. Anyways, but, I mean, sure, I guess, but we use the government for other like means of control. Like Absolutely. we use food stamps and stuff like that that have been around since ever, I'm like not forever. Saying I believe in Project Blue Beam. You're in code I've, red territory right now. I am not. Project Beam it, or Blue Beam is nah. this. It's all over like my TikTok, mm. and it, it these conspiracy theorists are so convincing. The thing, yeah, that's the thing is if they're passionate about it, they can convince anybody anything. Yeah, but it's also like you have to use some sort of mental gymnastics a lot of time a lot of the time that they make it seem like are easy but if you like step back from what they're talking about and really like put your glasses on and look at it then you're like okay this is a little ridiculous so um people are saying that project blue beam that these sightings are those projections by the government or governments of the world mm. and that it's the beginning. Yeah. It's always the beginning. With I do not believe this. I just want to yeah. put that on record that I do not believe this. I hope it's aliens. This is code red. I don't think. It, yeah, this is code red. And I think it's a yeah. little crazy. Uh, also, the guy who created Project Bluebeam or mm. started that was arrested twice. Oh, oh um, of course. He died of a heart attack, probably from giving himself anxiety. Or the government gave him a heart attack. Ooh. There you go. I guarantee that's what somebody said on there. Oh, one thousand percent. Well, that's the thing with conspiracy theorists is that they'll be like, oh, they'll they will jump through any hoop. If someone goes missing, that was yeah. attached to the conspiracy in any it's way. The government. the government killed him. Yeah. Even I mean, though he went hiking and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like. Okay. All right. Final flight plan. <laughs> like. Okay, dude. Um, would you, if aliens came down to planet Earth, would you go with them? No. Why? No. What if they're nice? I don't care. I, I, this is my home. I'm not going somewhere what if they with have them. Like I'll just wait till they come back. The other people come back and tell me all about it. Sure. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm not going with those people. No way. Have you ever seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind? No, I have not. Oh, my not. God. They do a great representation of how I imagine some sort of form of communication would go because they're not able to talk verbally, obviously. Yeah. So, like, there's no hope for that because they don't understand English, obviously. It's not... Transformers, where they like figure out the English language through the World Wide Web, which is an <laughs> actual quote from the movie. Um, they use like tones, like different uh -huh. sounds, like almost Morse code, essentially, but it's different. Um, and they use tones and almost like music to communicate to one another. And uh, it's just it's a very good movie. And they also do something similar like that, where they have um, like people go up in the ship and they're like basically tr not trading people. That sounds bad. Uh, but people that want to go on the ship can go on the ship and experience that sort of thing. It's a very good film. It's older, but it still holds up very well, and it's very good. It also, the climax of the movie takes place at Devil's Tower in Wyoming. 
Fun fact. Fun fact. There you go. I think I have. I found a more eloquent. Again, this You're is not really a trying reputable. To, I'm trying to explain this yeah. conspiracy. According to the conspiracy theorist, Project Bluebeam is a secret project floated by NASA and the United Nations with the purpose to create an artificial, again, second coming, in order to control people and restore the new world order. The project uses the most powerful technologies to spread a new religion on Earth and create various simulation images to establish control over humans, after which the new world order will finally be established. So, wow. of course, the people are going crazy. Why would NASA do this? I don't know. I they like they NASA. fly spaceships. Yeah. They shoot satellites into the sky. They're homies. Like, I don't know why yeah, people. They're a nonprofit now. <laughs> <laughs> are like, they really what? a nonprofit? Yes, NASA's a nonprofit. I did not know that. <laughs> why would they do that? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Area 51? I mean, Area 51 is definitely like a top secret headquarters. Yeah. But I just think they develop super advanced like Tech. weaponry yeah. there. I don't know if... I mean, the Roswell crash is something that's very interesting to me. I want to go to Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. just because it seems... I mean, they've literally... Our, our moms went to Roswell. Yeah, I know. I want to I wanna go with them. Didn't I want to go us. with my mom to go back there. That'd um, be cool. But I think... I mean, the fact that I, they like Roswell created it, like their entire culture in Roswell is based around this crash that happened in 1956 yeah. or whatever it was. Um, so, I mean, there is certain aspects of what happened there, but it was also like right in the heat of the Cold War. So, of yeah. course, there's some sort of secrecy there um, that we're probably never going to fully understand or like what is going on in that situation. So, I mean, Area 51 is very much a top secret headquarters. And Absolutely. I think they had some sort of... Uh, like the whatever crash in Roswell probably was shipped to Area 51. Like I don't dis I don't disagree with that or anything. Um, I just think it was probably some sort of super secret government tech or something like that. Yeah, um, I encourage our listeners if you proven like MK Ultra project yes. or MK Ultra, MK Ultra that yeah. actually that's, happened. That's a real thing. Area um, 51 is definitely a real place. Yeah, it's. I listened to a podcast recently. That was from one of the, um, it was from a daughter whose mother was a victim in MKUltra. Oh, really? So interesting. Wow. Yeah. So. That is interesting. I want to yeah. listen to that. Yeah. So if you. There's plenty of other conspiracy <laughs> theories too that are like, that like are, Code Yellow, like legitimate. They have evidence point supporting yeah, certain, you know, things. certain conspiracy theories that yeah. are not entirely. Bonkers. Yeah. Bon like completely out of left field. Like the. Like, it's not lizard people, code red type <laughs> stuff. Like, that's code red. Yeah, um, code red lizard people, even though Mark Zuckerberg is, I mean, he's, is a lizard if person. If there's any person that is the captain of the lizard people, it's the him. leader, it's probably him. It's him. Yeah. If you're looking for a place where health and beauty meet, you need to go down to Solitude Spa at Crossroads Health. Listen, people, if you need a... If you need a back massage, if you need some sort of a facial, if you need a waxing of some sort, they will do it for you at Solitude Medi Spa. Solitude Medi Spa is so excited to offer a variety of health and aesthetic services to help you look and feel your best. It is run by my actual personal doctor and Mallory's too. Yeah, it's Dr. true. Dr. Wendy Wood Neeson. A true legend in the Sheridan community. <laughs> Their services are designed to leave you feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready to embrace your inner and outer beauty, which we all need, even especially in this cold, cold weather. True. Yeah. My skin dries out like crazy. I was yes. checking the other day. I like my skin was so dried out. I scratched like Ooh. like a scab Ooh. because it was so dry. Well, and I was like, you know what I need? Yeah. I need to go see <laughs> Miss Wendy with Neeson. You do. And she can <laughs> fix me up all nice and good. Please. Yeah, here's the thing that we ask you people. 
that are listening to the show. Yes, and I'm talking to you, you people. Yes. Just support the people that support this show. Yes. That's all we want. <laughs> it's their wish that their treatments will inspire you to embrace a life of health and wellness in your everyday life. And I can say that they make me feel inspired to embrace life and health, and they make me feel amazing. They make me feel beautiful. I'm so glad, James. With my facial, my back massage, and then... <laughs> Everything that Dr. Everything Wendy Wood in between. does. If you want to go uh, check them out, they're at 1156 North Main Street in Sweet B in Sheridan, Wyoming. Or you can call them at 307-763-4555. Go treat yourself. So Rihanna did good, though. <laughs> Rihanna did great. Not a lizard person. Not Maybe a li- Illuminati, I mean- though. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, what a transition. Oh gosh, what a was segue. Act- that, was that was actually good. Um, uh, so Rihanna's performance. Great. Was fabulous, I thought. What did I you think? I said great, but I don't know if I believe great. Yeah, so tell me your thoughts on Rihanna's performance. So, Her 13-minute. Was it really only 13 minutes? Yeah. Wow, it felt a lot longer than that. It was so good. Um, I thought it was... I think it plateaued like relatively early on, mm-hmm. but then it didn't get any better from there. So my biggest pet peeve that I had with it was it was very trimmed down in terms of everything else that was happening around it um, compared to like last year's show and the year before, like in terms of just the, cause, the showiness. Cause, yeah, the the you have to be able to match the spectacle of the the game itself, which is super hard to do. Like, it's almost an impossible ask. Um, But in terms of, like, costume design, set design, and everything like that, it was, like, the set design, the set design was cool. Yeah. Um, Like, her floating in the sky and stuff was pretty pretty sick. Like, don't get me wrong. But after that, they didn't really have anything else. Like, the stage on, like, below it was really nothing that special. It was basically a runway. Um, And they didn't have, like, the backup dancers and everything. They had somewhat cool costumes on. I love all the TikToks that have come from, like, the backup dancers afterwards that got to keep the costumes. There's been so many comments about them looking like marshmallows or Michelin men, and I really love that. I think that's hilarious. Um, But if you look back on, like, the weekends, he had, like, there were, like, like four different sets of backup dancers that had different uniforms. He had like the acapella group that was all wearing something different. Yeah. And I just thought like that, but also part of it, I think for Rihanna too, which I can't falter for it, obviously, but she was also pregnant. Like yeah. She announced she was pregnant during the show. Yeah. And I'm curious to see if she ever comes out with it, how much it kind of affected how much she was actually willing to do during the, the show. performance. Yeah. yeah. Like how much, um, like obviously she couldn't have people um, like, too close to her if you get what it's like because yeah. in case she like people bump into her obviously yeah. um so they had to probably play it a little bit more safe once they found out that she was pregnant but i think she still did a fantastic job vocally she was great yeah um and i think the songs that she played for the most part were pretty solid um i was surprised that she played all the lights i thought for sure that when she started when those when the when the horn started playing i was like no way kanye is about to come out i was like there's <laughs> that would no be so way. bad <laughs> yeah i was I, and when she started playing that i was like Everybody knows this song that is with Kanye. There's no yeah. way she's bringing out Kanye right now. And then she started saying, I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's two crowds here. There's individuals who wanted a spectacle mm-hmm. and then other people who appreciate music. Just yeah. kidding. Okay. All right, dude. All right, dude. <laughs> I, I appreciate reading. I, I think, know I mean, you she do. was so, like, from, like, 2007 to, like, 2014, I think she released, like, eight albums. Yeah. And all of them had, like, number one hits in them. Oh, like, my she gosh. Was 
popping. She's so good. It's just, it's interesting because people want that huge spe- spectacle, which is great and natural. Mm. It's just what the NFL has created, yeah, like the expectation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's... It's like the one event that in, like, in the U.S. that I can think of off the top of my head that literally everybody, almost everybody watches. Watches, yeah. At least or one part of about. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're so right. And so I just don't know... What is the standard? I mean, obviously people have performed in the past. Mm-hmm. I think there is a group of people, this isn't you necessarily, but I think there is a group of people that are upset because, and they're not going to say it like this, but she didn't sell sexy. Um, yeah. There I was mean, no bear. There was a, she grabbed her behind once yeah. and then there was some, you know, gyrating from her dancers. Yeah. But usually when a female performs, like it seems like provocative and there's yeah. like dancers, even if a man performs, there's like female dancers like bumping and grinding. I mean, and so I think that does like the social element of it mm-hmm. and the expectation for women to be sexy, like does play into that, even if subliminally. I think that. I mean, you're not wrong. I can't think of any of the female performers in the last 15 years that weren't um, selling some sort of provocateur to it. Yeah. Beyonce, J-Lo and Shakira. I'm forgetting the... I mean, Beyonce was there twice. Um, yeah. And J-Lo and Shakira was Katie obviously... Katy Perry. Katy Perry had some sort of... Had sex appeal to it as well. California Girls is like a very like, sexy song, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so... I can I can see where you're coming from in that sense. I don't know how much of I mean you're you're probably right because it, I mean it is plus it her being like her, her being pregnant. I I'm sure her like sex appeal she would have been willing to maybe bring forward more of a sex appeal if she wasn't pregnant i don't know if she struggles with that obviously or anything yeah, like that because yeah. obviously there's a weight gain when you're pregnant yeah. and that sort of thing i i'm in the boat i'm like she didn't need to she like, didn't need to know, yeah she that's the amazing. other thing yeah. i personally i thought there was going to be a point before she announced that she was pregnant obviously i was on like the border of wondering if she was going to do some sort of like Fenty lingerie type thing during oh, yeah. the performance because she did yeah. the makeup. Yeah, I was like, there are not. Or yeah, it is Fenty it lingerie. Makeup, yeah. yeah, and it's Fenty lingerie well, too. Uh, Fenty's like a clothing line, but there is absolutely there's lingerie. Savage Fenty, yeah. right? That's what that's Savage the, Fenty. Yeah. So and then, I was curious to see if like she was gonna somehow rep that in some way. All of her dancers were actually dressed in purely Fenty. And that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. Um, but and then and then yeah, I just think she probably felt like she had to tone it down a little bit because she was pregnant. Yeah, and that's possibly I mean, yeah. I can I can see that understandably. Yeah. And it's also the NFL, and they're like very much like after the Janet Jackson thing happened, they were yeah. like we need to we need to bring back the good old the good old American roots, and they brought out the Who, and they were terrible for <laughs> our younger audience. Do you mm-hmm. want to explain the Janet Jackson so, incident? Janet Jackson. And Justin Timberlake. And Justin Timberlake. He is guilty. He is absolutely guilty of what happened there. Uh, Janet Jackson is a singer, for all of you that don't know, and (laughs) related to the sister. She is the sister of Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, famously a singer. It's true. Very good singer. Yep. Um, So Janet Jackson, she did her halftime show with Justin Timberlake. They did theirs together. And at the very end, like literally the very last frame of the the halftime show, um, like... Justin Timberlake, I don't know what he was trying to do, um, but he, like, essentially ripped a piece of her suit off, Mm -hmm. and it exposed her breast. breast. Yeah. Um, And that was a big no-no, obviously, for... Live television. Live television, obviously. Uh, And, I mean, after that, the NFL 
really, like, really, really tried to mess with Janet Jackson's career after that. Unfairly, obviously. Yeah. Like, they really mess with There are reports out there that, like, Justin Timberlake got boosted from that performance, obviously, but Janet Jackson was destroyed yeah. after that in terms of uh, like public viewing. Yeah. yeah. So um, they really did her dirty. And then after that, uh, it was, like, all downhill from there uh, because— not not intentionally all downhill, I guess, but the super like the NFL really wanted to make a point that they were like, hey, we're going family friendly this year. Like the, the Super Bowl after that, um, I think they had um, I got to look it up, but I'm pretty sure they had like the who on the year after and who yeah. was like way past their prime after that. Yeah. And everything, I mean, that event in itself changed live television where it was, yes. I mean, there were delays in live television because at the time there wasn't. And so they couldn't, you know, necessarily change that. Even in the radio world right now, we have a little bit of a delay where we can catch if something goes wrong. I mean, you'll have someone, a guest on the show, they'll be talking, maybe say a curse word and you have time to catch that. When this incident happened they did not have that at all. So it absolutely changed everything. So I have to I have to make a correction. I apologize. Oh, it wasn't fine. the who afterwards. It was uh, Paul McCartney and then the Rolling Stones. So they definitely went like yeah. the much safer route after <laughs> that. So it wasn't the who, but it was it two was very, very safe. family friendly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they were. I mean, Paul McCartney's Paul McCartney. You'll find, you'll have hits with Paul McCartney, obviously. Yeah. But the Rolling Stone, I've, the Rolling Stones, they're a good band historically, but they also like looking back on it did not have a very good halftime show yeah. when they did it. And then after the Rolling Stones, they were like, okay, we gotta we gotta kinda go back a little bit. So they did Prince and Prince was one of the best halftime shows of all time. So. Yeah, oh my goodness. Um the Super Bowl show it brought in 113 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Despite bringing in large performers every year, they do not pay them. They do pay them yeah. union pay, which is $1000 per day and Rihanna's Thanks, worth is 1.4 billion dollars, yeah. so that <laughs> is nothing, nothing to her. Yeah. Um I mean the best I'm she probably didn't need like in terms of what she got out of it cuz mm-hmm. I mean that Fenty ad that she did with the makeup was the best. Yeah, she of the pulled night. out a palette. It was perfect. It was so great. I guarantee everybody was like, "What was that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, actually, so um, she since performing on Monday, um, she has had tw- her albums have had twenty seven hundred or twenty seven thousand downloads. And that was on on Sunday and Monday, actually. That was on Sunday and Monday. That's up 977.6% from two days earlier. Wow. Her digital album sales increased to 301%, increased by 301%. So, I mean, that's that's from Forbes. I'm usually not somebody that's like, hey, promotion can be more valuable than. Than the money that you're gonna get. Oh yeah, that's, and it, I'm I'm like that's not a good way to go about anything. No, but for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it's literally the biggest stage. Yeah, that you will get in music. A lot of period. artists pay. I think last year, Fifty Cent paid like seven, eight million dollars yeah. for his set. The NFL will help pay for mm-hmm. that. They have but a budget though. To it's the a, cabinet. exactly. Yeah. It's a budget, and Rihanna, of course, paid some towards her set yeah. as well too. So um, yeah, it's weird. Like I'm I'm like I'm biting my biting my lip on that one because I'm like I'm not somebody that influence will help over like money like just take money always like non-paid internships are really stupid that should not be a thing but it's the Super Bowl I mean Mm -hmm. it's like you say yes to that no matter what absolutely like 
and she'll reap her reward. I mean, she'll yeah, get exactly. product she'll sales, and that's all just her music. That's not yeah, and Savage, that and Fenty, then her music yeah, exactly. and her beauty line too. Yeah. Um. So, I, really quickly, I want to yes. make a, a like. There's a quick. There's a funny. There's a funny dip in terms of culture mm-hmm. that happened with the halftime show. I was talking about. Um. Jan- we were talking about Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, that whole thing that happened. And they kind of really took a step backwards in terms of how risky the NFL, how risky they were going to be with their halftime uh-huh. shows. So after that, they did Rolling Stones or they did Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones, two not very risky at all performers. And then they did Prince, who's also not necessarily risky. But I mean, the other two were way past their prime. Yeah. Prince was still kind of he was maybe a little bit past his prime, but he was still very much could yeah. belt out what he needed to belt out. Um, and then they had Tom Betty in the Heartbreakers, which was not a good show. Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, it's a, there. These are a lot of people that were like way past their prime. Um, and then in 2009, they had Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, and the E Street Band. And I mean, Bruce, he's the he's the boss. And yeah, he killed it. Um, even though he was also, I, they were definitely catering towards like the old white audience yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the year after that, which was 2010, they had the Who, and that was a complete disaster because Ooh. they were way past their prime. Like they just way. looked like old people, like up there performing at, yeah. you know, which the is Super Bowl. nothing wrong with the, I mean, elderly adults performing, but it's just, but <laughs> you, you have to like hit a point really where like you have to ask yourself, are we catering towards the right audience at yeah. this point? And yeah. so that happened. The who did not have a great halftime show or anything like that. Nobody who was watching it were, you know, thrilled or stunned by anything that they were doing. Obviously, it was very much of the same stuff. And so the NFL made the decision. They were like, okay, we have to go back into more uh, pop-centric, you know, try to get the kids into this stuff. So who do they bring out? The great, the legendary, one of the great halftime shows of all our of all time, The Black Eyed Peas. Ooh. <laughs> and so it completely backfires on them. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas historically have... The worst halftime show of all time. You can watch it. It is brutal. I feel bad for the Black Eyed Peas, honestly, because I think a lot of it was not their fault when you go back and watch their halftime show. Mm -hmm. Whatever they were doing, whoever was mixing the show in terms of like audio mixing was doing a really weird thing with their microphones where they would like turn up individual microphones. So Fergie was like whenever she would come in and sing, it was like her mic would be like somebody was messing with the pot or whatever. So uh-huh. it would be high and then low, high and then low. It was really weird. weird. But then also like the performance itself was not great. great. So, yeah. um, so the NFL was probably like looking at that and they were like, we made the wrong choice. We've got to go back to somebody yeah. else. But then they brought up Beyonce the next year. And she oh, heck yeah. Freaking killed it. And then ever since then they were like, okay, we got to, we have a, we have a momentum here. I want to say just to like give people context to an earlier statement that we made. Mm-hmm. So something that was a little controversial is that Rihanna did a diamond or a, tri- a pyramid oh, yeah. and that was not broadcast on television. She did it with her hands. Really? It wasn't, I didn't know that. But there's a video of her doing it. Um, so, but it wasn't broadcast on television. It wasn't. So people are wow. just assuming that she was signing for the Illuminati, Illuminati. and the me- the media wanted to cover it. But a lot a lot of people say that it's the symbol for Rock Nation because it's a diamond. So oh, okay. That's well, that what makes I think. more sense then. Yeah, exactly. That's usually how it goes. Like and we're talking about Illuminati, and then we're like, "Is she Illuminati?" And then there's like a simple, <laughs> simple explanation of why they're exactly. Doing that. And I mean, they cut to different things at all different times. Yeah, so. true. It's definitely a made for TV, a made for TV event. Yeah, it's not gonna. They're not gonna be on re the whole yeah. time. Yeah. 
So it was, I mean, I, I think the show was pretty good overall. I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see how much, how well it ages, honestly. Yeah. Um, because I think that'll age really well. You think so? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I think so too. Just think, because there's a lot of like good vocal performance yeah. with what she's doing. We'll always look back at the Mitchell and men and be like, what? true. What? Yeah. There's a, a we weird, always have but... like left hand, left shark. who yeah. Had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. We'll but like you look back people. at it fondly. You know, you're like... Yeah, I mean, Katy Perry's performance as a whole, I think, was honestly pretty good. She, yeah. like, nailed the spectacle. She killed yeah. it with all the stuff that she was doing. Yeah. Um, and then Left Shark was just funny. Yeah, that like, was he funny. He had no idea what he was doing, and he's dressed up in a shark costume. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think I think we'll look back on it. Like, there, there are things about that show that are gorgeous like the the stage itself is super cool but oh also gosh, the so camera cool. work was incredible the, camera the work drones was great. and everything were fantastic and i think the last shot when she was singing uh, shine like bright like a diamond and the drone is like panning out while every all the phone lights mm-hmm. are behind her like lit so up and cool. everything i thought it was a beautiful shot so i think we'll look back on it in time and be like this was probably better than we gave it credit for at the time that was me this morning yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, I, I mean, so I do that all the time with the weekend one. I'm yeah. like, I'll look back at that and be like, oh, that's oh, so, so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we close up for the day, James, I I will need to keep it within the theme of like Riri and conspiracy theory. Are you making another really good transition here? No, oh, I guess. Okay. Well, yeah, always. Kind of. But so Kanye West, before oh, he went no. missing for a week and he got married, allegedly, he oh, made yeah. a comment that if he ever goes missing and you can't find him, they're killing him and sending in his replacement. Do you think it's the real okay. Kanye? People well, are commenting that this Kanye is taller than the other Kanye. Oh, and since please. we're talking about conspiracy theories, I have to address it. Um, yeah, but I could say that. Or any any celebrity could say that, and then they just go like Jared Leto yeah. goes missing like every other week. Can you imagine if he said that? <laughs> That's true. I mean, he has like a literal cult following. That guy's a weirdo. Yeah. But can you imagine if he said, "Hey, if I go missing, I'm being replaced." Yeah. People would think the same thing. That's true. It's stupid. I, I don't like Kanye's, but he's also he's also insane. So yeah, yeah. Like take what what he's saying with a grain of salt. Obviously, it's true. No, I don't think he's he's been replaced. Is he? He's are him and his dearly beloved still going strong? Do you know? I don't know. I, I think, think so. They, I, haven't I, heard I haven't anything. Heard, I literally haven't heard anything since we talked about it. We'd hear they broke True. up, I bet. Yeah. Or got divorced. Who knows? Who knows what he's doing? Yeah. Or it's not him. Who knows? Has he done anything since he came back? By the like, has he been on any public? Probably not. No. I mean, now that I'm saying no. That, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Well, Weird. James. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you. This to was our- a this was a weird show. <laughs> it I'm was sorry. A weird this was one of our weirder shows. I wonder if I should change the genre on this episode to conspiracy and. I mean, we're definitely. <laughs> here's the thing: if you're a pop culture podcast and we're not talking about aliens, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, that is um, all anybody's talking about. What should I title it? Riri and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Riri Illuminati question mark or whatever. Riri um, Illuminati aliens question mark. I, I don't know. hope that you guys enjoyed listening today. I would love to receive feedback on if you enjoy the conspiracy. Yes. If not, if you want us to take off the tinfoil. What's your favorite conspiracy? Oh, my God. Tell us. I yes. love crazy conspiracy theories. I will judge you. I Well, yeah. Absolutely. You, honestly, the best judge of character is what their favorite conspiracy is. What's yours? My JFK. JFK. 100%. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's, <sighs> uh, that one... That one, to me, is a code yellow, yeah. whereas I think a lot of other people see it as a code orange. But yeah. to me, there's like there's too much around what happened to JFK and what was happening to JFK at the time and what was going on with the country at the time that 
one, there wasn't, I mean, I think Lee Harvey Oswald did have some sort of part to, to play in that. Uh-huh. Um, but I also think there was more than just him. I think he yeah. did. Like famously, he said when he was at his press conference, quote unquote, when they arrested him, um, he said that he was a patsy, which is essentially the scapegoat. Uh-huh. Um, and I partially believe that he was a scapegoat for that entire situation. I think there was Ooh. something interesting there. Yeah. That's my favorite. What's yours? Um, I have two. I believe that maybe the government or someone had Marilyn Monroe murdered. Oh, really? Okay. I do. That's a good I one. I can see that. And also um, the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will remember something one way and it is actually not that way. And the conspiracy theory in that is that we hopped timelines or okay, we shifted that's the dimensions. Conspiracy. Do I believe we shifted dimensions? I don't know. But I have a lot of those things that like one's... the Berenstein Bears where I'm okay. like, there was an I in the name. There's not an I in Bernstein Bears? I don't think so. Wait, how do they spell Bernstein Bears then? Steen. Is it S-T-E-E-N or is it S-T-I-N? Or it's uh, not E-I-N, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. So Bernstein Bears? Yeah, welcome to Mandela Effect. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like any Mandela Effect ones that I've had that I'm trying to think like collectively people I mean obviously that's the definition of the Mandela effect but um ones where I've also had a similar situation where I was like no that happened like what are you talking about and then it didn't happen I don't think I can think of any off the top of my head where I had similar I think I'm somebody that's like sees like the change from the A to the are you saying the Bernstein bears it used to be like E-I-N yeah and okay. then it changed I'm thinking that I maybe like me personally, I probably see it the second time with an A. I'm like, yeah, that's how it's always been. Like um, just change, even though I saw it with an E, like, I don't know. I don't know how it works. So but that's a good one. Here's a couple. I'm going to test your memory. Okay. Don't look. I'm not. I, I can't even The famous it. peanut butter. What is it called? Jif. Um, it's actually Jiffy. Wow. Okay. Yep. Wait, what? Wait, is that what it used to be called or what it is that's called now? What, um, let's see. Um, even though the name of your peanut butter doesn't quite matter when you're biting down on a delight of PB and J, those people swear that the peanut butter was actually named Jiffy and not, oh, it is Jif. Okay. Yeah. Spec- that's what I thought. Speculators think that people might be getting Jiffy confused with the competing brand Skippy. I'm thinking Jiffy is like Jiffy Lube. Maybe that's an age one. So, okay. So Carrie, she, it's in the New York City, that show, what's it called? Carrie? Yeah, in New York Carrie. City. Uh, it's like a girls' girl show. Is it okay? Sex, Gossip girl. Sex in the city yeah. or sex and the city? I always thought it was sex in the city. And the city. In I N. Um, the correct name of the show is Sex and the City. What? Yeah, that's. I was thinking that too when I saw that. So okay, so the Mandela effect is the assumption that they changed it. Oh, not that they changed it. But like, the conspiracy is. Oh, yes, is. is that they changed. Okay. Or that we hopped dimensions and okay. it was that's changed. The I think a better conspiracy is that they changed it and didn't tell anybody. Right. Like, that's a good conspiracy. Do you because think they the Mon- Monopoly guy has a monocle? He has does- a monocle. Don't tell me he doesn't. I know he has a monocle. Um, let's see. The mana he is monocle. It's such a hard word. Monocleless. No, he's not. He is. Hold on a second. Let me look this up. <laughs> There's P- no way, because I remember him very specifically. Pikachu's tail. Some 90s kids clearly it's remember. It's got zigs. 
Some 90s kids clearly remember the character's tail having black marks on it. Okay, yes. It's just yellow. No, that's wrong. No way. It's This internet source is telling me it must be true. It's from the internet. (laughs) Yeah, it's true then, yeah. Um, That's okay. All right, don't do this. You're freaking me out a little bit. Does Darth Vader say, what does Darth Vader say to Luke? Uh, I am your father. What does he say before that? Luke, I am your father. The line is actually, no, I am your father. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Luke, I. Well, I mean, now that I'm playing. Okay, you're probably. You're (laughs) right, actually. Now that I'm playing the scene back in my head, you're right. Yeah. Because. Is it. That's right. The. Is it Flint Stones or Flint Stones? I always thought it was Flint Stones. It's Flint Stones. I mean, well, that makes sense because flint is a rock that yeah. you can create fire from. So that makes sense. Anyway, I, I think I was just reading that one wrong because I was an idiot. <laughs> Flintstones. If our listeners want to take a look at some more Mandela effect examples, they good. could go to parade.com. That is where I got some of these. Oh, the Star Wars one. That one actually, that's weird because everybody says it that way. Like, I know. Luke, I am your father. Isn't that crazy? Even though that's not what the line is. <laughs> that's weird. I'm glad I just blew your mind a little. Yeah. To all of our listeners, let me know what your favorite conspiracy theory is. We want to know. True, yeah. We will talk about it on the next show if and anyone even lets us know. We will judge you. We will judge you. We won't say your name unless you want us to. You. We will say your name if you want us to. But if you don't say you want want it, then don't. Then we won't mention it. Well said. Uh, <laughs> words are hard. Anyways, don't forget to live a, leave a rating wherever you listen to your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Pandora, Wherever you get them, Stitcher, podcastwyoming.com, and leave us a five-star rating. Please. Just said that. And follow us on Toss the Goss. Yes, on Instagram. On Instagram, at Toss the Goss. I made a great promo last week with the help of Mallory. Yeah, he's that was TikToking or reeling. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was so. awesome. So go check it out. Go check it out. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our sponsor, Crossroads Health at Solitude Spa. Have a wonderful day. See ya. Bye.